All right, today is Friday, November 10th, and we have some good news and some bad news. Let's start with the bad news. The bad news is it's over. Oh, the iPad is not showing. There it is. <laughs> okay. There we go. So the win streak is over because Powell spoke yesterday and uh, markets didn't know, uh, didn't like what he had to say. So we will talk about this. However, we also have good news. We released a new version of our PowerX optimizer this morning, and uh, there are some exciting changes. So we will talk about those. And then, of course, as always, we will talk about our open positions, how this uh, affects our positions, what is happening in the markets, and uh, in general, what to expect, what's happening here. Anyhow, so <laughs> welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And in this show, we're going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Highcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Houghton. We're real traders who trade live accounts, so therefore, we got a lot of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. <laughs> so trust me, we know our stuff and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And Mark, I think we should start with the bad news first. The win streak, the longest win streak in two years. It's over. It came to an end yesterday, Marcus, with the market slipping and sliding and uh, a pretty decent drop in reversal, just kind of out of the blue. Uh, Powell put a, a damper on things. Yeah, so if you look at a five minute chart of the S&P, we were diddling along as we have done all week. And then Powell was speaking and a week after the Fed meeting, he had some words that the markets did not like. So a slide into the close. So let's take a look at it of what he said. Did you look into this, Mark? I did. Not confident. Not Two words. <laughs> These are the critical words. Yeah. That's yeah. So he basically said that he's not confident that the Fed has done enough in its battle against inflation. And uh, that had traders more concerned uh, about whether or not the Fed will potentially raise rates or if they're done. And, you know, honestly, I don't think that he said really anything different yesterday because he also stressed uh, that the Fed nevertheless can be cautious as the risk between doing too much and too little have come to a balance. I honestly think it just, we talked about it yesterday. This week, the market has been super quiet. Uh, traders were just looking for an excuse to move markets. I mean, if we look at last week, like yippee and here is Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. So the markets have just been going sideways, not going anywhere. So honestly, I think it's more like an excuse, like, hey, let's push the market in one direction or another. And we see it today because we're kind of bouncing right back. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Marcus. Uh, yes, the those words got the market a little bit, uh, well, I wouldn't even say concerned, but moving after being so quiet, but uh, it really, the traders were looking for something. Yeah. Because if you look at this slide yesterday, I mean, this was barely a percent. And as you can see right now, we're bouncing right back. And uh, we're again trying to attack the 4,400 level. I don't think that we'll break it today. 
uh, but traders are today kind of shaking off of what Powell said yesterday. Yeah, I, I would agree. So anyhow, uh, we did get some action yesterday. So that's one thing. Talking about action, I mean, Disney had a lot of action yesterday. I mean, Disney had uh, one of the best days in, in quite a while, up, uh, what, 7% or something like this yesterday? Yeah, huge move, 6.9%. Although the move has fizzled today. It has. And this is where... I mean, we see this often because we do have this gap here, and it seems that very often stocks like to fill the gap. So today, down 3%. So yes, this enthusiasm was very short-lived. It was sparked by earnings yesterday. Uh, so Disney beat earnings and traders got super excited. And it seems that uh, today it's almost like uh, the, the hangover after the party. <laughs> it, it does seem like that, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, talking about Hangover, one other company that I saw is making headlines today is Plug Power, down 41%. Did you see that? Oh. Wow, I missed that one. What's the deal there? Uh, it, it's, it's really all about uh, earnings here, and uh, they missed earnings. Um, I, I thought that the estimate was that they're making a profit and that they posted a miss. Might have misread it, but uh, yeah. Uh, there are tons of concerns and uh, they provided much weaker guidance. So plug plow, uh, power, um, we got to zoom out on a, on a weekly chart here. At some point, they were everybody's darling. Look at this here. After the pandemic, wow. they went from a dollar to what, $75 and ever since have been falling. And today, a 40% drop and uh, basically based on the guidance that they provided. That's a pretty nasty slide there just in general, let alone in one day. Yeah. Uh, we also should took a, take a look at uh, interest rates because yesterday, uh, I, I mean, there was some movement yesterday. If you look at a five-minute chart, uh, let me just uh, zoom out a little bit so that we can see what happened yesterday. So pretty much after Powell spoke, interest rates, boom, shot up. Right now, reclining, uh, declining a little bit. But uh, I mean, th that was a shock yesterday when Powell spoke. Yeah, it really went back reverting to the stocks down, yields up uh, scenario that we've seen for uh, a while now. Uh, and uh, today, though, pulling back a little bit. So it seemed like it seems like it was more of a overreaction. Yeah. All right. Um, well, did you see anything else that we should talk about before we talk about our positions? And then also uh, the news that we have for you guys. You know, I think it's just one of those weeks where traders are trying to figure out what comes next. Uh, looks like we're heading long going into the weekend. And I would love to talk about open positions and a little special news. Yeah, let's do this. Okay, let's talk about open positions. And first, CSIQ. Uh, CSIQ, a pretty good day uh, yesterday. Um, well, actually, well, we still closed higher, uh, pulled back a little bit. And right now we talked about it. CSIQ trying to define the level, whether it is between 21 and 24 and uh, <laughs> or 19 and 21. And CSIQ is just walking the line here. I mean, it's, it's almost a, a tightrope dance that we see here right around 21. Yeah, just, you know, where do we end up yesterday? We got up to 21.85 and then pulled back. Um, we do have earnings. So uh, earnings coming up next week should be interesting. 
Yeah, so we'll do an earnings analysis on Monday because they're coming out on Tuesday and uh, this might move them around. All right, IWM, this is where I'm, I'm super excited because I sold the 169 put and right now it seems that I'm getting assigned. And I thought about it this morning before the markets open. I thought, oh my gosh, with this one, I can only win and here's why. So if I'm getting assigned today, I can sell calls on Monday. And uh, I mean, we'll see where we end up, but it seems that it might be a close call that maybe we end up around 168. So I barely get assigned. If you have a little pop on Monday, I should be able to sell calls at a really, really, really good premium. Now, if for whatever reason today we're moving a little bit higher and I will not get assigned. So if we just go a little bit above 169, I believe next week I have an opportunity to reset at a lower level. We see that today the 166 level is available. So I believe that then next week I can reset at a lower level at 165, 166. So I mean, whatever happens today, whether I get assigned or not assigned, I feel I win. <laughs> nice, nice. You know, Marcus, I uh, le le so leave this chart up and I was doing something a little tricky today that has not um, panned out yet, oh. um, but it, it goes along with my XOM position and IWM. So I saw that the 165 put was available for next Friday. And I mentioned that for me, I just wanted to be a little bit lower near support. And actually, if you go out to like a, a one year view, Marcus, uh, I think you'll see that 162, 165, there you go. So you have some longer term support around 165. That recent dip got down to 162.50. So that was kind of the range that I wanted to be in. So I bought back my Exxon puts for four cents, which was oh. a little better than 90% max profit, thinking I could sell these 165 IWM puts for a buck fifteen. Yeah. I have an order that's sitting there. Um, I, I was ready to submit it just about 10 minutes before we started this uh, session. And right now the mid is 92 cents. So a uh, buck 11, buck yeah. 10, I think is what we want to get 30% annualized on this. Yeah. I thought I'd try to go just a little bit more, um, but I haven't actually submitted the order, but it looks like with the a little bit of a pop in IWM, that premium there isn't quite what I want it to be yet. But this is something I'll be watching today. Right, right, right. But I mean, that's a good point because yeah, that's what I said. If I do not get assigned, I can follow you next week and do the same thing. Maybe at the 165, 166 yeah. level. If I do get assigned and then we have a pop on Monday, I can sell calls. So I think I'm in a very good yeah. position, but okay. So let's talk about uh, Exxon because you just mentioned it that you closed uh, your XOM position here. So you got into this and uh, you sold the 102 put and uh, especially this morning, Exxon opened much higher. And so you were able to close it at 90% of max profits. Exactly. And so I'm sitting on a, a trade where I'm making four cents a contract. Uh, and this is where uh, the idea is, okay, normally I just let that expire worthless, right? But in this case, I could switch that out potentially and get, uh, let's see, uh, well, a, if I were to get a buck 15, that would be 31 
31%. And that's a lot better than uh, the four cents I'd get today. Yeah. <laughs> a buck 15, you're looking at premium per day of 173 a contract versus $20 a day. Yeah. Or not 173 a contract, but basically 173 a day versus 24 a day, if that makes sense. Hey. I'm liking it. So we'll see what happens there. We'll definitely keep you all posted on Monday of what happened with my IWM, if I get assigned or not, what happened with Mark, if you got filled, or uh, if on Monday um, we, we both take another trade here in IWM. Definitely a very interesting chart. NEE. So NEE, uh, there we go. Next on the list. So sliding yesterday, but we talked about it. So we do have the trend line here that seems to hold Right now, today, up 0.3%. Uh, so the slide has stopped. Uh, we'll see what happens here with NEE. Uh, we expected it to pull back. Um, I was hoping that it would only pull back to around the 57 level. Yeah. But we pulled back to right to the trend line. We are in a nice channel. So next uh, move here in the next up move should actually get us all the way to 66. Yeah, taken a, a little bit of a hit yesterday, but I do like this pass. And we're still kind of in that channel, so I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. PNC, and we talked about this, PNC also trying to figure out in what range it wants to end. So nothing to do right now. We do have the ranges that we established here, uh, the 119, then we have the 109 down here, and we have the 128. So actually this 117. So we, we got to see if we drop back down, we are interested in a rescue. And if we go back up, we are interested in selling calls right now, diddling in the middle. So nothing for us to do just now. Yep. All right. UPS. Okay. I want to bring this up here on a five minute chart because I think that this is a super interesting chart to see. So UPS right now down 2%. And so today they did pay a dividend. So a dividend of $1.62. So naturally, this is where the stock will drop by the dividend amount, $1.62. And then when we look at a five minute chart, so this is what I found super interesting. So it's probably that this morning, uh, trader saw, oh, UPS is dropping. Oh my gosh, let's see what's happening with UPS. Take a quick look at the headlines uh, saying, oh my gosh, American Airlines offers a $250,000 bonus to poach FedEx and UPS pilot. Oh my gosh, that is the news that is driving UPS down. Sell, 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 sell. But then uh, they're hopping over to FedEx and realizing, uh, no, this news has nothing to do because FedEx is just unfazed that this drop is mainly uh, sparked by this, uh, by this dividend payment. But if you don't know about it, that typically the stock drops by the dividend amount, this is why I think that UPS is still diddling around there where everybody's right now scratching their head and saying, why is UPS dropping and FedEx is not dropping and has it something to do with American Airlines offering this bonus or not? I mean, these are my thoughts. What do you think about this? Could be. <laughs> you like my theory here? I, 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 I think that was a good theory. I, I like my theory. I, you know, okay, as far as theories go, sure, I'll give it to you. Um, but the, the point is that I think the takeaway here is that when a stock goes ex-dividend, it's expected to drop by that dividend amount, right? But it, it never certain. It isn't like 
Hey, there's a buck 62 dividend. It means we're going to open a dollar 62 lower and end the day a dollar 62 lower, right? So sometimes the stock just rallies after that. Sometimes it's down a little bit more. But the bottom line is out of that 294 that the stock is down right now, you can attribute a dollar 62 to the ex dividend date. So now there's a buck 32 or buck 25, whatever it is that's on the table. Maybe Marcus, the uh, maybe confusion amongst traders, but hey, I thought it was a good theory. I wanted to throw. It I, out I there. like the theory. I like I like the thought process and uh, yeah. Right, I believe it at that. Okay, so let's go back to uh, some good news. We talked about this. Uh, by the way, uh, before we go there, if you find this helpful as we are going through our positions and showing what's happening in the markets, do us a favor and give us a like. We really appreciate your likes. It, it's kind of a uh, applause right and uh we're we here for you <laughs> we want to provide value to you and if we do do us a favor and give us a like and with that said so today we did release a new version of powerx optimizer and with that i wrote the release notes last night so let me just uh, bring them up really quick i should have done this before dun, 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 dun. anyhow so we do have quite a few exciting news here. The first is that we are releasing a new strategy still in beta, but to all users, the win the fear strategy, the WTF strategy effective today is available to everybody. And if you're a PowerX user, if you like this, uh, leave a comment and uh, we really appreciate your comments. What do you think about this, this new update? I'm excited about this and we're doing a webinar today at noon to talk more about this. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Looking I mean, Mark, you've been working on the uh, WTF strategy for pretty much exactly a year, right? Before we started releasing it. Yeah, and this is where we've just done so much testing. We love the numbers. <coughs> it holds up very well. We've uh, analyzed thousands and thousands of trades, different scenarios, <coughs> pardon me. And, um, I think it's a good one. I think PowerX users are going to love it. Yeah. I mean, join us today. Uh, we'll dive deep at noon into all of this, but uh, feel free to join us in this webinar. As you can <coughs> see, lots of other, uh, we have a total of 11 upgrades uh, or improvements here for PowerX Optimizer. And uh, after we talk about the WTF strategy today in the webinar, we'll also uh, show you all of the other cool stuff. I think this is a huge release, Mark. It's, it's one of the bigger ones that we have done this year and we're doing a lot of releases oh yeah and marcus you know i think it's also important to say that anybody who uh uses trade here there's a big update for uh the in integration with the yeah. software too so. so we will show you that yeah if you're uh if you have your accounts with trader you're gonna love what we did there but you see that uh, typically we are on a monthly schedule that we are releasing um one release a month so there's a lot going on and the software is constantly getting better because uh yeah we vowed to make this the best trading software in the world so super excited about this um what else you got for today mark well i can tell Nothing. you what i have on my plate i need to get ready for the presentation i have a few things that i want to prepare for this so this is where i think we should Wrap it up because I want to make sure that this will be an amazing webinar for you. So today at noon, uh, we'll see you there. And uh, otherwise, we will be back here on Monday. So if you enjoyed today's show, give us a like. We really appreciate this. Uh, if this is your first time here, consider subscribing.
hit the little notification bell so that you, that you get notified when we go live and uh, feel free to share this video, video across the internet. There's a share button right below. All right. Have a great weekend. See you later or we'll see you on Monday. Happy training, everybody.